Like Mine. I'm Meg. I'm here with Emily. Hey, Emily. Hi, Meg. Sorry, I've got to close some tabs because my computer, you know how it like when the motor starts really humming? Yep. That's every, where we're at. Every single time someone sees my computer, they feel like they have to talk about my tabs. You have and so I'm many like, tabs. Oh, at least 45. And like, I think 12 of them are just Goodreads links. Sure. Uh, get If you get a monitor, you can hide half of them, at least half of them. Uh, good point. I guess I'll do it. When you share your screen, it'll look like you're nice and organized and then all your chaos is on the monitor. It's organized chaos. Back off, everyone. I need to remember that one nightgown I found six months ago and I might buy it. I might buy it. You never know. You never know. Um, I did have a YouTube video open for a week, so... And did you watch it? No, I closed it today because I'm like, you know what? I'm going to remember the title of this for when I do want to watch it. And I think that's progress. And did you forget it already? No, it's yes. Well, I was going to tell you the name and I just forgot the name. Bake it up a notch. That's what it is. Bake it up a notch. All right. Uh, in completely unrelated news, we finally finished the Vanderpump Rules reunion. Part three was this last week. Look. I've said it once, I'll say it again. Usually these Bravo reunions, I'm like, get to the point. We don't need four nights of this. We don't even need three nights of this. I could have taken three more hours of this reunion. A hundred percent. This reunion was hot. It was fire as the kids on TikTok say. This reunion was dynamite. I loved this reunion and yeah like you I'm usually like oh it's too long it's too much like Andy is dragging stuff out but I did not feel in fact if anything and I'm going to say something and I want you to know that I really like James Kennedy if anything I was like stop talking James Kennedy I need answers like we didn't get as many answers as I needed I think that excuse me it was Tom, Tom Sandoval who was like, tell him to stop talking so we can get to the point. And because it was Tom Sandoval who said it, I was like, shut up, Tom. But I was also like, low key, I agree. Like, James need to stop talking so we can get some plot points here. Uh, yeah, I agree. Like, here's the thing. I could have used another two hours easy, especially after the very end. They just tacked on a one-on-one -on -one interview with Rachel. I was like, uh, I could watch this insanity for like at least another 30 minutes yeah that ended and I was more confused than anything I like I couldn't quite process what had just happened because there was no discussion of it afterward like I needed a reunion about just that five minutes yeah because what we got instead of the actual reunion is we did get like Lala on um TMZ getting interviewed about it and she had such a good response that made me like her even more that I'm like see I wish they would have given us this on the show like Lala watched that and she was like I just think she seems like mentally not well and I think she needs help and I don't think the show is the place for someone who's not mentally thriving and I was like wow Lala's very well spoken on this and I wish we could have gotten that during the interview but we didn't because instead we got James saying poo poo head like nine times <laughs> um, with a mustache <laughs> with a mustache so accurate I did love James he I mean like he annoyed me 70% but he entertained me 100% yeah, I agree. Um, I don't want to go beat by beat here. There's a lot of podcasts that have done that. I recommend uh, Morally Corrupt, the Ringer podcast, if you want a moment. 
by moment recap, they do a good job of that. But I do want to briefly talk highlights um, and lowlights because I think there were more lowlights than highlights. But what moments stood out to you? Whew, okay, well, the the moment on everyone's list, well, there's two. One, when Rachel came out, it was, I felt uncomfortable through the TV and that doesn't happen often. Usually I'm just like, yes, I love this. But this time I was like, I feel so uncomfortable. I have to cover my own eyes. When she walked out and sat down and it was silent, I was like, oh, girl, oh, girl. So didn't love that one. It makes me feel weird, but I also ate it up with a spoon. I mean- Meg texted me. So I had a busy week last week and I was coming in late and Meg, I had just to be honest, I had forgotten about it. That's right. Because I do. Wow. I know brag. Um, Meg had texted me. I just gasped at what Tom Sandoval said. And I was like, oh, now I got to watch it. It's 1130 and I got to start this. And I did indeed like have a visceral reaction to that man talking about his intimacy life with ariana because everyone was making the great point to rachel like he is gonna cheat on you he's gonna cheat on you and she was like no i don't know and she was like he was already sleeping with other people when he was sleeping with you and she was like no he wasn't and ariana's like he slept with me when he was sleeping with you and then tam tom sandoval said the worst thing someone's ever said on tv do you want me to she left her t-shirt on it was really hot and he said it in such a way that was so derisive and so disrespectful and so dismissive of everything we know about Ariana and her body image issues and her emotionally abusive relationships in the past and her insecurity about being intimate that I have never felt that level of wanted violence towards someone on a television show before. Oh, for sure. And like the thing that made it worse was he said it in a way that was disgusting. It was a disgusting comment. He said it in a way it was disgusting. And then at the end, when he said it, he started rubbing Tom Schwartz back. Like he knew he was an idiot and he started like soothing Tom Schwartz as if of to be- all people. Oh boy, I messed up. Um, I think it really was like, I mean, I know everyone's like, he's a broken person, but then you see something like that and you're like, this is someone's true colors. That's what he thinks in his brain. And it came out. It finally came out. He really thinks that. Yes. He thinks he deserves to be worshipped. Like that's what that comment revealed to me. He thinks he deserves someone who will be intimate with him anytime he demands it exactly the way he demands it because they don't have a brain of their own and they don't have any sort of hangups and they are just there for him at all times and I think his pattern of broken relationships has proven that. And I think that he was maybe a little successful at hiding that before. But when he said that, it was like, oh, this is who you are. And you yeah. are disgusting. This isn't like a comment you thought and said, like, you thought this for a very long time and you finally just said it. Yeah. And, and you meant it. That's the worst part is people say mean things like Lala says a lot of things. And I don't know that she means every single thing she says. And she'll walk yeah. it back when she does. Like, you didn't watch as much. But in past seasons, she was terrible to Sheena's husband, Brock. And, like, this season, <laughs> we saw her walk it back and was like, I regret that. You know what I mean? She'll walk it back. But this is someone 
who takes no ownership for the hurtful things he says because he doesn't think he should. He thinks, well, I was right. Why would I apologize? He's that kind of person. And the only hurt he cares about is his own. A hundred percent. He didn't care at all about Raquel. He could not have cared less about Raquel during that third hour of the reunion. And even when he was like, uh, yeah, I love her. It was like, no, you don't. We all know you don't. You don't. You want someone yeah. who worships you. And she did. And I hope to heaven she gets any kind of help she needs so she can like walk away. And my hope for Raquel truly is that she does not come back on Vanderpump Rules and she opens like a flower shop in Tucson. I just don't think this is the life for her. I do think I've seen the narrative kind of shift this last week post reunion just on social media uh, toward like, wow, they both suck um, to Raquel needs professional help and is an unwell person. And Tom Sandoval does just truly suck. But a lot of the conversation has been like she was probably groomed by him. And I think we overuse that word. I think a better word is manipulated by him um because she's 28 and not that smart honestly and he's 40 years old yeah and he sucks and he sucks he he does have like some sort of and I don't know don't ask me why because I don't get it but he has some sort of draw in person that gets that calls people to him do you know what I mean I do think he's when I started season one episode one of all the people I saw, I thought, oh, that's an attractive person. I hadn't been exposed to his personality yet, but I was like, that is a handsome man. And I think that that has allowed him to get away with much more than he should have. Yeah. I mean, I feel like this says a lot about me as a human, but I was like way more into Tom Schwartz. Tom, he, no, Tom Schwartz is my type. Too yeah, he maybe just seems more like when I first started watching, it was like, oh, someone like Tom Sandoval would never date me. I'm average. But Tom Schwartz might, and he's cute enough. Yeah, he's got glasses. Um, Tom Schwartz has really walked it back this week, uh, uh, along with everyone else who's now saying Tom Sandoval's the worst. Tom Schwartz has come out and been like, he ruined my life, and I like protected him for way too long. And I'm kind of like a little too late, Tom Schwartz. That being said, Tom Schwartz is on a new reality show with a bunch of like D-list celebrities where they pretend like they're on Mars. Stars on Mars. Stars on Mars. Stars on Mars. And I have never heard this man as articulate as he is on Stars on Mars. He is actually kind of likable on Stars on Mars. Like Natasha Leone, this is that who her name is? Is that, that who he's talking to in that? That did not look like Natasha Leone. I maybe am lying to no 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 Natasha it's not Natasha Leone it's Natasha Leggero she's oh, okay. a different comedian they are in my defense they are both comedians okay so she Natasha Natasha Leggero who was on the show with him he was talking about how he got divorced and he was like it's fully 100% my fault I messed up and like there's just things that he's acting like on that show that I was like this guy's being a little more like I mean he is actually a little likable he is and that again that's why he's gotten away with so much that's why he's gotten away with being a 40 year old man baby is because he's like likable and charming and kind of cute and wears glasses you know but like he's they both suck they both suck they're both Tom like shorts sucks a little less they just have a lot of work to do on themselves mm -hmm. because i mean i do okay that being said it is 
good that he's finally been saying, I feel a little complicit. I was complicit in what happened here with Tom Sandoval because it is like, yeah, dog, you were. I just said Tom Shorts, I do think is redeemable. I think that he can come back from this. I think it's going to take some doing, but I think he can do it. I'll agree. Uh, As for Tom Sandoval, listen, I hate to say it and like send Meg my hate mail. I hope he's on Vanderpump Rules next season because I think it would be very entertaining for me. B, I think that I would love to see him live with like what he has sown. That being said, I do worry it's going to get old how much everyone just hates him. And I'm not saying they have to like him, but when just one person's hated and everyone else is banded together, it's not that it stops being fun. It's just like, eh, I don't want to have to think about if I feel bad for this person because I don't want to feel bad for Tom Schwartz because he I, he doesn't deserve me feeling bad for him. But if he's getting yelled at Lala like every single episode, I am probably going to start feeling like, oh no. Before we move on, the real genius behind that t-shirt moment was, first of all, I was starting to feel like maybe a little sorry for him. Not because obviously what he did sucks and is bad, but as Andy Cohen pointed out, like they have all cheated and I understand it's different because they had been together for so long and were essentially husband and wife, but like they were being relentless, like Lala and James were being like pretty... Uh, and when like James started saying poo-poo head, I'm like, okay, now you're just like running out of insults, you know, yeah, but he said that t-shirt thing. And I was like, no, you are a poo-poo head. Like you are the worst. You suck so bad. And also the editors just let it sit for a minute. Like he said it. And there was like a couple beats where they all just looked at him agog, like Lisa Vanderpump was like jaw dropped. Tom Schwartz put his head in his hands and like that's the reason Tom Sandoval felt he had to comfort him it took like half a second and then Lala just ripped into him right but like they really let the impact of the moment hit not only the people on that stage but everyone at home and I thought that was so effective yeah those producers definitely deserve a raise because they're doing great work um yeah it was tough it was tough to see it was tough to watch Ariana handled it well if it was me, I would have just started crying, but she just like shook her head like this idiot. I read on the internet, which is always telling me the truth and how dare uh-huh. you say anything different. I read on the internet that part of the thing that has built up to make Ariana so upset is they own that house together and Tom took a lean out on the house to pay for part of his bar and now they can't, he can't pay it back. And so Ariana's like on the hook for it too. So I... The internet told me that was the, I like, of course she was mad because he cheated on her, but they're also saying like, he actually is like kind of ruining her life, like on a financial level as well. So I started season nine last night and episode two, uh, Ariana goes to lunch with Lisa and she's explaining that situation to Lisa. And it's clear that Ariana doesn't understand how like, uh, H, what are those loans called? Home equity loans? uh hlock what is it anyway she like clearly doesn't understand how those work and lisa's like i don't think you understand how this works and ariana's like no no, it's fine i won't be on the hook for the money and clearly she was wrong about that so tough tough he owes his mom money um yeah it's tough it's tough like um 
I saw another TikTok where he was doing a free concert with his band in a park and a bunch of fans held up a sign that said, pay your mom back. And I think that's the reason I love TikTok. Like how would they get to see that otherwise, man? And I love people out there standing his mom. Yeah, I know. And I'm on her side too. Um, Before we move on from this, what did you make of the last five minutes when Raquel slash Rachel is sitting down with a producer? Oh, man, that was tough, right? It was not tough. It wasn't. Okay. Raquel's reactions to every single thing that happened on that show were not baseline what I consider normal baseline reactions to things. I've heard them called medicated. And I think that that's probably, I think she maybe had a couple Xanaxes in her system before heading onto that reunion stage. And who can blame her? Who can blame her? But I still cry on Xanax. Like, I, I don't know. It it was tough to watch because there felt like there was a blankness in her. Yeah, uh, a vacancy. Very vacant, which medicated or not that's a sad state to have to like live in because you like kind of ruined your own life that being said uh the last five minutes I was like oh so clearly she's not going to be in a relationship with Tom Sandoval ever because he's never gonna let go what she just told the world she just told the world basically like oh we lied about the timeline I was sleeping with Tom during other times I wanted to be a throuple I mean she's really putting a lot of stuff out there that I don't think Tom Sandoval would be happy about because he's a selfish prick so I don't know I I just gotta say anything about Raquel like kind of makes me feel bummed out yeah it's a bummer I think that producer is the best producer in the world because he really kept pushing her and saying you sounds like you want to tell me something you're not telling me and then she would tell him (laughs) that guy honestly was amazing he was killing it that producer deserved a raise because he really was like he was not backing up no uh so good job him when she said i'm isolated tom sandoval is pretty much the only person in my life right now that was a stone cold bummer she should not be on the show is my big takeaway here like this this is not a healthy situation for anybody for her to continue to be on Vanderpump Rules. No, you, me, and Lala all agree. This isn't like the right fit. And I mean, I I know everyone has issues with Lala or you like her or whatever. I, we, we stand behind Lala in this home, flaws and all. She did say some good stuff, which is like, I realize I'm on a reality show and there's like kind of a line for me about that where I can let a lot of stuff go because like we're on TV, we're making entertainment. And she was like, I just think you have to be a certain personality to do that. And I don't think Raquel can do that. And yeah. ain't that the truth? And I think that's the agreement we all buy into as viewers, right? Like these people are acting a certain way on TV and yeah, this is their life, but they are probably presenting a hyperbolic version of their lives and they're we assume they're mostly okay and with Raquel it turns out she's really not mostly okay and it's not a comfortable viewing experience no it starts to feel really I mean we had this kind of with Jen Shaw too where she was starting to really spiral unhinged and at a very unhealthy emotional way where it's like ugh, she's the villain but I don't want to Oh, Meg, sorry. Meg's son has something to say. These are the tough things about balancing work and home. And by work, I mean, Meg and I do this podcast for free. 
Sad day when a goofy movie can't keep a kid entertained. Right. Um, yes. Bad viewing experience. Please don't come back, Raquel. It's the best for everybody. It's not healthy. And we just think, I don't want to dislike someone who's this emotionally unhealthy. I don't like how I feel about it. I don't like who I am about it. And I'd love to not do that anymore. So let's see what happens. That's what happened on Vanderpump Rules. 10 out of 10. Definitely view. Can't wait for next season. Are you going to watch Secrets and Lies or whatever? More Secrets Revealed? I want to say yes, but I know I'm not because I've hit my cap. Not in a bad way. I just know I'm kind of done. Yeah, I need to take a breather, I think. Um, moving on, Selling Sunset season six, we watched it. We're going to talk about it, but first I want you to, um, look at this. Yes. Okay. That is season one, episode one. Look what they're wearing. Oh my gosh. We have Heather in a pink t-shirt. We've got Mary in an understated red dress. Maya's there. She's just in like a black tank top looking good. Christine is also just in like a black shirt. I want normal. Normal. They look like realtors. They look like women who have a job, who they have like, a respectable career. They look like the kind of women who think I could wear this for drinks after work, but I could still wear it to work. Day to night, you know? Chelsea wore a bra with carnations attached to it in one episode of this television program. In another episode, she has a diesel skirt that's more of a belt that she cannot sit down in. Also, did we see a single real estate transaction on this entire season? No, we didn't see one. I think Heather said she bought a house for Heather Du. I mean, not, yeah, Heather Dubrow. Heather Young L. Musso. Remember her terrible tattoo, Meg? Has Did she get it her? removed? I don't think so. I think she just realized she should be embarrassed about it. What do you think of her baby shower? OTT, just the way I like it for reality TV, over the top. Over the top. Heather might have been my favorite this season. Why? She was steady. I don't know she if was. it's her pregnancy hormones. I don't know what's going on with her, but she was steady. And and look, I'm going to say it and I don't care. I like the new girl, Brie. You want to know why? She's entertainment, baby. Do I, I think it, my impression is that they begged Brie to be on this show she has the attitude of someone who was courted to be on this television program I also agree that she doesn't seem like she needs this seems like she's choosing to do it and that makes me crave her approval do I agree with everything Brie's done or will do or says and will say no but I don't care because she's she's entertainment she is so entertaining I really am here for her I usually am so annoyed by Chriselle. I'm not as annoyed by Chriselle because guess who I'm the most annoyed by? Nicole. Nicole. Why is this person on TV? I don't know. She's not good TV. I She made me uncomfortable every time she was on screen. She looks mean. She looks mean. She has a face that says, try me. Yeah, and like as soon as you leave the room, I'm going to be talking about you. And I don't like that. And she brought out the absolute worst in Mary. And by absolute worst, I mean the most, I mean, who put this? Okay, listen, there are some people just aren't meant to be bosses. You can't, I, there are some people who are not born to be managers. Me, I am not a manager. 
I don't I have, have a manager bone in my body. I have to stretch myself to manage well. Mary, and I have two therapists to manage well. Mary is not meant to be a man. She can't do it, Meg. She can't no. do it. And the people pleasers cannot be managers. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for my fellow people pleasers out there. You can't do it. No. And she's so like, she's a people pleaser and she's okay. Sorry. I'm just going to go in on Mary now. She's a people pleaser. She's overly emotional and she's actually extremely irrational. It's like, can you imagine that person being your boss? She kept saying, you know, I have all this other stuff going on and she never told us what was going on. And I'm like, if you're going to bring that up so many times, at least tell us what in your personal life is causing you all this strife. Because you and Roman seem to be fine. Like he's there, he's building the condo. What was it? And I'm like, maybe your husband shouldn't work for your boss backslash best friend. I wouldn't. There is not enough money in the world that I'd put myself in that position slash ex-boyfriend and by the way my husband's great at his job but I still would never want him working for my boss backslash best husband best friend backslash ex-boyfriend same um I don't think Chriselle's coming back I think Chriselle's done with this I think she just wants to go be with G Flip and good for her they seem very happy love that um <laughs> yeah did Chelsea say some things about the Nick Canyon situation that I myself have said. Yes. Did she say them to one of the women involved and cast dispersions on that woman's life? Yes. And I can claim I have not done that unless that woman listens to this podcast. So I can feel confident in saying, I don't think she should have done that. A hundred percent. Like I, yeah, agreed. Like I, do I think things Chelsea says? Sure. Do I go on national TV and say them about my coworker, but to all do my other coworkers? No, because I'm not an idiot. And here's the thing, Chelsea. It's not clever. It's not fun. You're not bold enough to pull that off. So just like rein it in. I do like Amanza. Seems like her and Chriselle have had a bit of a falling out. I've heard, read about. Really? Um, she to me is the perfect outfit blend because it's not insane. Yeah, someone described her as being in a hip-hop video for an artist who wants to make a comeback and never quite does. And I think that's a good thing. Yes, yes, yes. That's a look I can get behind, you know? You know what? Good for her. I'm here for it. Well, um, like, I'm in a, I binged it in a day and I'm absolutely anxiously awaiting part two. Yeah, uh, wonderful. It comes out in a month, right? Yeah. Okay. We got like a minute left. So we got to wrap this up. We are going to record a Queen Charlotte episode. Find that on the bonus feed. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed Vanderpump Rules as much as we have and Selling Sunset. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Bye.